welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. Brought to you by We Promote Property, the real estate agent's marketing assistant. Now here's your host, James Mackay. I'm really excited to be joined by Kerry Fitzgibbon today. And as a real estate agent, you know by now that most of your potential buyers and listings are likely part of Facebook's massive community. There are nearly a billion people signing into Facebook every single day. So whether your target is college students or CEOs or anyone else for real estate, they're probably using Facebook and some of them are probably using it daily. Now, of course, the trouble is that posting on Facebook alone isn't enough anymore for most agencies to really get some cut through, especially those agencies who are just starting out. And uh, throwing money at Facebook to drive people to your page and sending them to your website only works if you're smart about the way that you do it. And one way to be smart is to create optimized Facebook ads targeted at the right audience. And Carrie's going to talk to us about that. But optimized ads can help you spend your budget, your ad, online ad budget, really wisely so you can see a positive return on the investment that you're putting in. A lot of people will complain that Facebook ads don't work. So hopefully today, Kerry will go through and try and explain how we can make that work. So what does an optimized Facebook ad actually look like? Well, again, Kerry will tell us. And if you're looking for some great examples, you've come to the right place. Because in this podcast, we'll quickly go over the secrets for Facebook ads. Kerry, of course, is the expert. And then she'll give you some insights into why Facebook ads are so successful. Now, if you don't know who Kerry is, for the last five years, she's been working with businesses all over the world, helping them to try and implement the latest Facebook marketing strategies. And as a former radio host and a TV journalist, Kerry's been involved in marketing and communication for over 17 years. Hard to believe, considering I thought she was in her mid-twenties. But if you've met Carrie before, you'll know she's not a woman to be messed with because, watch out, she runs marathons. Carrie has run eight marathons with a personal best time, she tells me, of three hours and 21 minutes. And Carrie's the kind of person who's never going to miss a marketing opportunity and she's the proud owner of the company Marathon Girl sportswear brand whose logo or slogan is never mess with a woman who runs 42 kilometers just for fun. And knowing Kerry as I do, I take that as very good advice. Kerry, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And hello, everyone. It's so good to have you on. Now, Kerry, the very first thing that we do in this show is the elevator pitch. So you get into an elevator on the ground floor. By the time it hits the top floor, you need to convince a real estate agent why they should be using Facebook ads. Elevator pitch, go. Right, okay, so if you're really serious about actually using Facebook to get more listings, you need to be getting out to the most highly targeted people. They're on Facebook, and the best way to reach those highly targeted people is to run really highly targeted Facebook ads. So you can run ads specifically at people who are in your area who uh, well, eventually, soon you'll be able to run them to people who own a house uh, and, and the price of the house as well. 
that can do that in the States. So that'll be coming here to Australia as well. But you can run ads to specifically who your target audience is. So that, and only really for just a few cents. So uh, that's why you should be using Facebook ads to get more listings and make more sales and ultimately make more money. Ding. Well done. So you've piqued my interest there. So now what I want you to do is, why don't you just give us all a little bit of information about your background and why we should listen to you with regards to Facebook? Well, actually, there's a couple of reasons why. Uh, One is I actually do have uh, a little bit of a real estate background as well. So when I was training as a journalist, my very first, uh, I would say it was my first job, uh, but one of the things I did uh, part-time while training as a journalist is I was a PA to real estate agent. And I did that for around about two years. So I got really found out exactly how <laughs> new real estate agents work and all about listings and the importance of listings actually overselling realistically is, is, is one of the things that I learned. <laughs> um, but, you know, exactly how it's all done and how it's in those days it was really offline marketing but the great thing about it is that you now can take that the things that you do offline so the back pro, uh, brochure drops and things like that that you do offline you can now take them online so I did that and then when I came to Australia uh, I uh, worked with Harcourts not actually directly with them but uh, as a subcontractor to Harcourts uh, how did you fall into Facebook well actually yes great I fell into Facebook because I absolutely love marketing and I did the journalism thing and then I did uh, sales and then the next step was I wanted to start an online business. So in order to start the online business, I had to learn everything about it and one of the things I did was I learned, well, Facebook at that stage had only just started and there was a guy, um, oh golly, I usually remember his name, I can't remember it right now, Um, Jonathan Budd, that was it and he was the Facebook expert back in the day, so in 2007. And so I started copying everything he did, watching all his videos and things like that about Facebook so that I could promote my online business. Um, and that, that got me into it, basically. I absolutely loved what he had to say. Back then, it was all organic, so no Facebook ads. It was about building your Facebook profile and page without paid advertising. And back then, you could actually do it, right? Uh, it took a little bit more time, but you could do it now. Like, hands down, Facebook ads are the way to go and absolutely loving like what the results that you can get from having highly targeted Facebook ads, having uh, great content, uh, building engagement, building trust with people. It really seriously takes your one-on-one to one-to-many. Now, Kerry, we've known each other for a few years now, and I've seen you uh, speak at a few conferences and so on, and I've heard you say that you can actually generate hundreds of hot leads a day using Facebook marketing. Is that really true? And if, if it is, uh, what industry would that have been for and what can real estate agents expect? Okay, so uh, actually there's a couple of interest industries, but one of the ones that just sort of uh, just recently um, I was helping was the fitness industry. So helping a personal trainer uh, attract leads into a boot camp. Okay, so it's still very, very similar because it is local business. And it's still, you know, uh, yeah, so it's a local business type of scenario. So attracting, running ads to attract a, a, hundreds of, of a women to sign into the, uh, to, to find out more about a boot camp. And I think we were getting around about 200 leads a day. Uh, and there was a, another industry which is helping children as well, so the autism industry. So those are the two main industries. But with real estate, right, I mean, you know, I'm not sure of the stats, and I'm sure you know the stats a lot more than I do, but 
I would say there's you know hundreds of people buying and selling houses every day. And there's probably certain things that they want to know about. I bought a house, um, I haven't sold it yet, but one of the things that I wanted to know when I was buying a house were, you know, just those frequently asked questions like, what are the areas to buy the house in? What sort of things should I be looking at? What sort of price range in the area should I, you know, expect to spend and whatever else? Um, and, and those are the frequently asked questions. So what I'm thinking and what, what real, estate's real, real estate agents should be doing is finding out what those frequently asked questions are. Actually, they should know them or you guys should know what they are and putting out content about those questions, answering those questions and then driving people to that content on the website. Now, when you say that, do you mean putting out posts on Facebook or uh, Facebook ads with that content? Um, sorry, uh, putting that content on a website and using Facebook ads to direct traffic to it. Absolutely. So, so putting a frequently asked question type of blog post or content management or content out there um, on your website and then driving people either from, well, from Facebook using your page or paid advertising to that website and then yeah I was, I was just going to say so a real estate agent basically just needs to sit down brainstorm what do people ask me the most about uh, in say Paddington and write down a few maybe a list of 10 things then create some content put it on their website and use Facebook ads to generate traffic to that content Absolutely. And one of the things that, like, I've helped a couple of real estate agents, and one of the things that, you know, obviously, as an estate agent, you're sort of um, held under the umbrella of the agency that you work for. So if that's the case, you already have a website through the agency. What I always suggest is invest in your own website as well, okay? Invest in the, you know, uh, you know, uh, Gold Coast real estate or Paddington real estate or whatever else, um, or your name, real estate agent, okay, um, and actually have your own website off to the side so that you can drive people to that, so that you can build your own audiences, so you can have your own content, so that you are the expert as the real estate agent, and you happen to work for the umbrella umbrella company that you work for. Now that's really that's, that's a really good idea. That's one of the very first suggestions because that's one of the very first questions that I get asked when I when I do um, work with real estate agents as well. I'm sorry, but you know I work for this particular company and we've got a site or a page on that page. But you know there's so many things that you that you can't do being under the umbrella of an agency or having a website underneath the umbrella of an agency. So you can still work for the agency, just have your own personal or business workshop work, website. It sounds great, but how much work would be involved in doing something like that, do you think? Well, nowhere near as much work, realistically, once you've set up the foundation. So first thing, invest in your own website. Now you can get these outsourced for relatively, uh, you know, not too expensive, but the amount of time a day that you might spend on other forms of marketing, if you can get this right and get the online side of marketing done right then you're cutting out probably I would say hours you know an hour or so a day um, mm. I know that when I was a personal assistant to real estate agent we used to spend at least one to two hours a day while I would spend working on her marketing 
for her, okay? And that included the brochure drops and emailing and calling people and, and so on, okay? Well, that side of things can be cut down a lot more once you go viral and you're online and people are actually seeing what you're doing, seeing you as the expert, and then they start to come to you. So yes, a little bit of time initially, but you're laying that foundation, you're building your business. And I suppose that you could actually outsource the management of your Facebook uh, profile and ads, and you could probably even outsource the uh, creation of the content, wouldn't you think? Absolutely, and I know a lot of people do do that. So you can either outsource uh, in, in Australia, or you can outsource overseas, okay? Uh, there's pros and cons to both. Um, but everything pretty much can be outsourced. But one of the biggest mistakes that I do see um, some businesses making is they outsource. When I say everything can be outsourced, it doesn't. It shouldn't necessarily be outsourced. Doesn't mean There's it should be. Can be. Doesn't mean it should be. Yes. So you still need to have your own personal quirk to some of your posts. So you can get someone else to post for you on Facebook, but. Go in there now and again and put your own quirk to, to, to it or let them know, whoever's doing it, you know, make sure that they know you really well and know some of the things that you'd say. So one of the agents I worked with, he had his, he had a personal assistant or has a personal assistant and she does his posting for him and writes his newsletters for him and his content. She has been working with him for the last three years or, or more. She knows his sense of humor and writes exactly like he speaks. <laughs> oh, that's handy. So, so that works really, really well. I read it, and then when she said, like, actually, I'm like, she's, she's told me that she wrote it. I'm like, oh, that really surprised me, <laughs> you know, the, the agent. So uh, invest in your websites, you know, in your own uh, website would be my first tip, and invest in content. So you frequently asked questions. Be seen as the authority. If you want to be the top real estate agent, or even if you don't want to be the top, but you want to be making some serious money, you look at what those top people are doing. They are personalities. People know them. They build their own business and they put time and effort into it. So build the foundation and uh, then the rest can follow. And it is a lot easier once you've got your online sorted out and when you've got your Facebook sorted out because that is where your clients are. Just before we move on to the next topic, can you just clarify for us exactly how this would work? So I've got a Facebook ad. No, sorry, we'll go back one step. I brainstormed. I sat down and I, I said... What do people most ask me about? And one of the things on my list was how do I find hidden gems or uh, places below market value? So I wrote a great little article on this, maybe a one, two pager. I've put that on my website and I've decided to use some Facebook ads to drive traffic to that uh, article. How do I actually turn that into a lead? So this gets a little bit technical, but I will mention it because it is one of the most important steps in the marketing funnel and especially with having your own website. So first step, invest in a website, invest in your content, share your content, promote your content using, using you know, Facebook ads and posts on your Facebook page. But what you can do is you can create what we call a website custom audience. So, and it, I'm sorry, this does get technical, but basically you can track people that who've, who've got in a Facebook account Mm -hmm. Track them when they come to your website. And then they in turn get turned and turned into an audience. We call it a website custom audience. So let's say person reads article about, you know, uh, best places to invest in. Uh, sorry, sees an ad about, you know, seven best places to invest in in Australia. Then they go to the website and read the article. Well, as long as they've got a Facebook 
account, we could track them. And, and so you can we do that by getting our, our techie guy to put a little bit of code on, on, on our website. Yes, that's correct. Yep. Gotcha. And so with that, you can then turn those people that visit your website. So they're obviously interested in it because they've come to your website to read the article. You can turn them into your fan base by, so if you've got your own Facebook page, you can turn them, you can say, hey, listen, you know, advertise to those people that have visited your website to come to your fan page and, and like it because uh, then they get to see other cool articles around this or posts. Uh, and then you can build an email list by having what we call a opt-in page. So that's a page on your website that has a free report or something that's high perceived value to your potential client yeah. and low cost of delivery to you. So it might be the seven things you must know before listing your house. Yep. So we're not talking about same-day turnaround necessarily. I think a lot of people listening might be expecting, well, look, if I put a Facebook ad on here and direct it, and if people click on that Facebook ad, they go to my Contact Us page, that's going to be an absolute failure by the sound of it because you, you need to direct people to value. You need Exactly. And it's not an overnight thing. We have had things happen really quickly. I had one agent who uh, was on Facebook less than a month um, someone saw an ad he was promoting for an open home, came along to the open home because they loved the fact that he was being proactive and advertising on Facebook. They happened to have a $1.2 million house they wanted to sell and they came up to him and said, we love what you did on Facebook. We'd like to list our house with you. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was a great, <laughs> obviously, outcome, but not the norm. Okay. Mm. That's something that can happen but it's not the norm. You have to build relationships with people. You have to build that trust. Just like, you know, if you were doing letterbox drops, you might get one person out of, you know, the 500 that you've gone and delivered to. You might get one person that will sit in their letterbox and go, you know what, yeah, I'm going to ring this person because this is in my letterbox, okay? But you might do that same 500 drop the following month and get absolutely zero as right. well, yep. right? But, you know, I guess the difference is, is that once you're online, you can do it a a lot quicker, a lot more people, but you can have multiple touches with that person using Facebook. So they can see you, you know, when you post on your fan page, if they like something on your fan page, they can see if they like your fan page, they can see you in their newsfeed. So you're there appearing to them in their newsfeed, whether they're on their computer, whether they're on their mobile phone or whatever else. Um, and, you know, effectively, if you get it right, they can actually see you on other websites as well. But that's another another story. So you get multiple touches with a person really quickly, giving them information and value. That, that's very interesting, isn't it? How how different it is to what placing an ad on a uh, realestate.com.au might be, for instance. You put a banner ad up there, most people would direct that straight to their um, contact page or, or just their homepage on their website. Yeah. And, and that, you know, might work occasionally, but it's not long-term plan. Sure. Now, Kerry, I've got a very limited online budget and I've been told I should be doing some Google ads as well. What's the advantage over Facebook ads over the Google ads? Okay. So in having run sort of with, uh, worked with companies who do both, what we usually find is 
and and again not every scenario but what we usually find is facebook ads are a lot cheaper okay now people do go on google and do google searches and they're searching for some a solution to a problem okay um and they might specifically be going okay you know i want to list my house and in, 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 i live on the gold coast so on the gold coast uh you know real estate agents on the gold coast might be what they google okay now you're competing with millions of others realistically I mean, at, le- at least hundreds oh hundreds so i don't know there's a lot of <laughs> could be gold coast florida well that's true <laughs> anyway so thousands of others okay let's just say we'll, we'll come down a bit um so it's a lot more competition whereas you get in facebook and the interesting thing is, is that there's not a whole heap of real estate agents that are doing this properly or well but the difference with facebook and facebook ads what I find in most industries is it's a lot cheaper and the reason why it's a lot cheaper is you've built a relationship with these people so in terms of making a long game not a short game and building up that trust and building up that engagement and building up that fan base and giving people content and whatever else therefore they are a lot that ends up being a lot cheaper to target ads on Facebook or have highly targeted ads on Facebook than it is on Google but some businesses should try both strategies and I would always suggest that if you have you know even if you've got a limited budget you might want to put a little bit into Facebook ads a little bit into Google ads and then see the results for yourself like I said most of the time it's Facebook wins out on top with everyone that I'm working with anyway and I know that they do both but I've had a lot of businesses that I've worked with that have been doing Google ads for years I help them with their Facebook Facebook then gets you know lower cost per conversion uh, lower cost ads, bigger results, and they stop their Google advertising. So you've mentioned to me that Facebook ads can cost just a few cents. Can you explain what that means? Because that just sounds unrealistic, to be perfectly honest. Well, we can get video ads. So ads on Facebook, which you can pay like one cent for a video view. So, And that is actually quite realistic. So, so we you... could put a video of, a, an, of one of our houses that we've listed? Absolutely, if that's something that your people want to see and people are quite, you know, like that would be something I would click on because I love looking at houses and things like that. Whether that would be your potential, you know, buyer or someone that's going to list a property with you, we don't know. But you can run a, an ad and you can say, a, you know, and you could actually do a talking head ad perhaps even on the seven biggest mistakes, uh, you know, to avoid when listing your home or selling your home, mm-hmm. sorry. And you might have agents in there going, so, you know, a great uh, a great headline and then, you know, a great, hey, listen, the number one thing you need to know when selling your home is blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Now, you can, you can run ads to that, to that video and you can get as little as, you know, one, two cents a view on those videos. Wow. Not only that, you get your targeting right. So you're driving people to your website. Right, and then you re-advertise back to those people that have already been to your website. They know you. You know what page on your website they've been to, and you can run highly relevant ads to people. If they take action on those ads, and more and more people take action on those ads, then obviously the cost of the ad gets driven down into Facebook. So Facebook rewards you for doing really good ads to highly targeted audiences. Now, what do you mean by really good ad? What and I know we could talk for, about this one question for ages, but what are the key elements that go into a good Facebook ad? 
great headline, great image, great body of text, um, and really, and I know I keep using the word targeted, but you know, if you're selling, <laughs> you've got to sell to the right, oh sorry, you've got to speak to the right people. So what I do when I uh, put together ads is I really get to know who my client is or who my client's clients are when I'm doing it for clients, when I'm putting together ads for clients. And I want to know all their problems, what keeps them awake at night, what what are their, you know, um, uh, what are the, you know, buttons, you know, that they like being pushed or whatever else or don't like being pushed. What is it that they're really, really interested in? What are their fears? What are their frustrations? And then I take all that information to big, put together a, a, the copy for an ad and the right image and everything else. So, and then we might not still get it right. Then we have to start split testing. So we'll test one image against another image, one headline against another headline, one body of text towards another body of text. And that's so, all automatic in Facebook, isn't it? It's, it's, it's not. It, it's not automatic. No, 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 no. So that's a, it's a bit of a manual process, but I know it sounds like it takes a whole heap of time. It, 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 it doesn't necessarily once you once you start doing this a few times you get a really good idea of what's a good ad and what's working mm. um, and then you can just run that and just tweak it you know once a week if, if you want to if you start seeing it not performing as well then you go in and, and tweak your ad so you, you are getting pretty uh, complicated there doing this split testing and blah 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 how can a real estate agent get Facebook ads made if they just think oh I just I, I like the sound of this but gee it's it's uh, probably something that I don't want to stuff up or, or experiment with. Is there some way to get them done? Yes, I do that. <laughs> so what, um, what service do you offer then? So there's a couple of different things. I've actually got a workshop coming up, uh, which we can talk about later. Um, it's a three-day workshop on the Gold Coast. And uh, I'll be going through all the components of a good ad, good images, how to do all this stuff, you know, and how to do it in less than 20 minutes a day, okay? Um, But I also run training courses as well, so online training courses, which, you know, I have real estate agents giving their VAs or their personal assistants access. They buy the training course, they give their personal assistant access to the training course, and then their personal assistant goes away and does everything. Um, And then I have done-for-you services where they don't, they just hire me and I do it for them. Okay, all right. So those are my three main types of services that I provide. Because well, we'll... I live, eat and breathe Facebook and Facebook <laughs> actually changing on a daily basis and it can be scary. Um, and that's something that, you know, something that I keep up with so that I can make sure that my clients get the best result. Well, it is important to be on the leading edge of it, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Especially when it, it has just made some major changes recently, but not to scare everyone. I mean, if you are just starting out, there are some key principles to it. And All right. Just, what are the first steps to getting started? Here we go. Right. The first steps to getting started are put up a your own Facebook business page. Okay. People. Now, when you say your own, do you mean individual real estate agents? Yes. Yep. So instead of instead of you know uh, using the company one, they use their own one. So just to give you an example, my um, my auntie is a real estate agent in 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 Auckland. And she lives in an area called, uh, oh, it's the Points, it's what it's called. And she's got a page called I Love the Points, okay? Because her last name's Love as well. Oh, that's handy. <laughs> so, all ties in. so 
she's put up a page basically on I love the points, the area and that, and she's the person that's going to be sharing news on that area and whatever else. So the key point is set up a Facebook page. Now, it can be either about your area, so being the local news person for the area and supplying information and, you know, great things for kids to do on holiday in that area and great property tips mixed in and whatever else. So it can be that. Or it can be that you're just the property person and you're gonna be the expert in, in, in that industry. So the first key is setting up that Facebook page for right. your business, okay? okay? And then the second step is getting in a website. So investing in a website as well. So to drive people to that website. Third step is providing, putting together some content for that website. Then putting together some posts on Facebook and posting on a daily basis, okay? Not good enough to post once a week. It'd be like a radio station playing the number one favorite song once a week. People are going to miss it. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's a good analogy. Exactly, and you'll find that a radio station, how many times do they play the number one song on a popular commercial radio station? Probably five times an hour, but that's probably and, overkill. No, exactly, okay, <laughs> you, but you are about right, okay? So if you've got a popular bit of content or you've got a bit of content that is, it's, you know, you want people to see, then you post it several times a week at sure. different times and you can reuse that content as well. The next step is to, uh, to build your fan base and you can do that a couple of different ways. You can run what we call like campaign. So a campaign that's targeted at either your local area or specific people. So you might want to niche yourself down. Had another real estate agent that niched himself down into uh, um, people moving over from the UK. Mm. Uh, and uh, so initially he went into, obviously he was the, uh, the um, buyer's agent. Right. That was one. And then as he built his business over the last couple of years, those people started selling as well. So then he started the buying and selling process with people that moved over from the UK. So Very that smart. was... Is exactly, niche it down. So you might want to think about how you can niche everything down, okay? And so run some really highly targeted, what we call like campaigns. So campaigns in Facebook that you can run to get people to come over and be fans of your page. We Do you know think we might need to get you back for another podcast just about uh, getting <laughs> Facebook likes? Yes. Yeah, well, actually, it is. It is. It, there's a couple of different ways to do it, and uh, and um, I, I know a lot of people do it completely wrong. So, but one of the key things to remember is, you know, when you're building up your likes for your Facebook page, is to think about who it is you want to attract to your page. Uh, and there are so many. You can target those people quite easily. Facebook has a really, really good. Um, I guess it's it's really good targeting facility. I guess inside the Facebook Ads Manager. Facebook knows absolutely everything about what everyone does on Facebook. Actually, they know quite a bit about what people do off Facebook as well now that they have uh, tracking on other people's websites. So if they know you know, what people are liking, what they're commenting on, what they're doing on a daily basis, that's great research. Mm. So if you ask Facebook, I want to advertise to people who are, uh, you know, live, you know, live in Brisbane who are, you know, well, for me, run marathons, okay, uh, who have, you know, a family of, of three people and whatever else, Facebook can find those people, okay? Or if you want to advertise, you know, they, they can find the niche right down to whatever it is that you want to target. So build up your fan base and then build up engagement on Facebook. And that's by doing the posts and the content that people want to see. And the way to do that is 
is possibly to niche yourself down. Oh, that's Don't try and be try and be every agent to every person. Be the number one agent in a particular area, whether that is the location or certain people in that location. That's really good advice. Now, mm. one thing I really like on this podcast is hearing about bloopers. What are some things that agents should absolutely avoid slash what have you seen people do that have been absolute disasters on Facebook <laughs> or Facebook ads I should say yes talking about themselves <laughs> well oh, give like, us a little bit more information about oh, what you mean okay, by that so, so well, actually in the about, in the about profile the first letter saying I am uh, or we are an agency who you know uh, has been around since 19... 19- 75 and there are 10 of our agents have been here since you know that people aren't interested in that sorry so talking about themselves uh big bloopers on ads big bloopers is links that go to the wrong place um so you can click you can someone can click on your ad and go Mm. to your website i've seen people click on ads and it go nowhere or to a dead website or to the wrong page what a waste of money absolutely Massive big mistake I also see people um, make, and I can see in the back end of ads, uh, most people's ads, in fact, everyone can, but that's another story how you can actually see why you're being targeted. So if you see an ad in your newsfeed, you can actually click onto that or click a little sidebar on that, and you can say, why am I seeing this ad? And you can see why they're targeting you. And one of the biggest mistakes, me as as knowing this, is seeing um, an ad actually for photography uh, and it said you know why are you seeing this ad because apparently I've, I've, I'm interested in photography okay that's why they were showing me their ad now I'm not interested in photography at all I did go and see a photographer and she did some amazing photos and I liked her page and so because I liked her page Facebook now deems me as interested in photography okay so bad targeting mm, well I suppose that, that's uh, very important and that would take a bit of time to get that sorted out yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Yes. And as long as you know you, as long as you know your client, it's it's not really as hard as you think. But yeah, you really need to narrow down who that client is. Um, and again, that website audience. So driving people to your website and collecting that audience is massively valuable. And then creating this is again a little bit more of an advanced technique. But if you can create a group of people that look like the people that visit your website. Uh, and Facebook's really good at finding those people as well. By the sound of it, Facebook ads, I'm going to say something that I uh, I love to say. It's a little bit like golf. It seems easy to get started, but hard to master. And uh, if real estate agents want more assistance, they want to get their ads made, they want help with targeting, they want help with their website, what do you suggest? I suggest they contact me. <laughs> well, that, so- that's a good plug, isn't it? Yes. How, do, how does a real estate agent contact you? There's actually many different ways, but uh, my website is socialmediaplusone.com. Is that plus the number one or O-N-E? O-N-E. So say it again. Socialmediaplusone, so S-O-C-I-A-L-M-E-D-I-A-P-L-U-S-O-N-E.com. They can actually generally Google me, Kerry Fitzgibbon, K-E-R-R-Y, F-I-T-Z-G-I-B-B-O-N, um, because I'm, I, I should show up all over the front page of, of Google. Especially um, winning marathons. Exactly, yes. Photos of you. 
Yes, and that used to be the case, actually. I used to be all, all over the front page of um, the internet many years ago for my sporting stuff and in newspapers and stuff, and now it's all my uh, Facebook and social media stuff, which is cool. Oh, that, yeah. It's interesting how it changes. <laughs> I've always wanted to be famous. So if someone wants help, they can speak to you about their Facebook, and We Promote Property can obviously assist with uh, doing the websites and content creation and so on. So that's a good little bit of teamwork there. Absolutely, absolutely. And no doubt, I probably, I'm assuming you'll have show notes for this podcast where you can put some of my details in there if they need to contact me about Facebook ads. And funny, even if it's, funny you uh, should say that, Kerry. If, if our listeners want more information or a transcript of the podcast or if they want to download a little uh, checklist that we'll put together, they should head over to wepromote.com.au forward slash number six. So we promote com au forward slash just number six and they can go directly to your podcast page so that's very exciting and then they can figure out um, uh, how to get in contact with you the way that suits them best yes exactly because I do have a Facebook page as well and it's facebook.com slash social media plus one I would hope you've got a Facebook page Kerry yes yes (laughs) now look before we go, I like to finish with a quirky point about our guest uh, experts. Now, we've mentioned the fact that you've run a marathon in, or eight marathons, but your personal best of three hours and 21 minutes. I don't think that's a quirky enough fact. I like the fact that you have 47 pairs of shoes. 48 now, actually. But, uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's a nice quirky fact. Kerry... <laughs> <laughs> I just bought a brand new pair. I couldn't oh. help it. <laughs> you didn't even let me update my show notes. I know. I know. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Kerry, thank you so much. Kerry Fitzgibbon from Social Media Plus One. Thank you so much for joining us today. And real estate agents, thank you so much for taking the time and effort to join the podcast and to listen. I truly appreciate your uh, input and taking time to listen and hopefully you've decided that Facebook ads could be a really good way to go and that you can uh, justify getting some good return from them. So Kerry, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Real estate agents, we'll see you next week. Until then, continue selling. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.com we promote.com.au